brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for blood round. It's time, it's time for blood round. Kevin grew up restless, heavily invested. Tommy did the same, so they have similar perspectives. Your knowledge is extensive. Go ahead and mail the questions. It's blood round, the best web wrestling presence. Collectively, they bless your ears each week with the podcast. Plus, they write, share, post, tweet. Not a place you can go to hear about a touchdown or field goal or home run, but you can hear about No jump shots, no puck stops, no fake takes in the Royal Rumble. Just high cross, front headlines, and Jordan Bros with a blast double. So, so a match. It ain't real wrestling if it's in a ring with no head, you're a single it. Single best show coming at you now. If you skip an episode, that means you tap down. Make sure you make weight, better shed a couple pounds. Throw a mat down. Listen, cause it's time for blood round. It's time for blood round now. 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 It's time for blood round. Hey, everybody, welcome back. To the Blood Round Wrestling Podcast. What's happening? This is going to be fun. I agree. I concur. I'm Tommy Baranowski. That's Kevin Clanch. Sup? Episode 252 coming at you. 252. I'm excited. It's like if you wrestled 152 pounds in high school and then got fat as shit. That happens to a lot of people, Kevin. It does. Okay? It does. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's why it's relatable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, this Blood Round Wrestling Podcast, uh, bloodround.com is the website. You can uh, you know, see catch up all of our stuff there. At Blood Round on Twitter, at Clonchinator for Kevin, at K-O-A-T-I-G for me. Uh, Facebook page, uh, just pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts on the go, whatever podcatcher you have. Instagram, too. We have that oh, now. Oh, yeah. Blood Round 1. Look us up. Got a couple things posted. We'll get some more up there. I got a lot of cool events coming up and a lot of uh, a lot of little trips I get to go on that I, I got to connect with my work uh, one way or another. So works out well. We'll be adding some new content there. What was and the handle again? Blood Round 1. Blood round, then the number one. Blood round was taken? By the time we went to go get it. (laughs) 
it was like three and a half years ago. I remember being like, we're not on that Instagram shit. Because I didn't know how it really worked either. So, But now it's pretty cool. Hopefully some dickhead out there is like, I've been waiting for this day. Yeah. $10,000 you guys buy it from my... Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, is it actually a page? Now I'm like curious. Like I'm actually like looking this up. Um, Hmm. I don't know. Anyway. Blood Round 1 is where we are though. Damn right it is. Got a couple things posted there and we'll get some more up. Um, and yeah, so that's cool. There's two followers for Blood Round. <laughs> <laughs> you found the the actual Blood Round? Yeah. I wonder if one of us drunkenly made that and forgot. It's very likely. It's a very possible scenario. Very, very likely. Now we got to figure out the login. Yeah. You figure that out, because if it's you that did it, <laughs> then we'll have to get that done. Anyway. Well, thanks for joining us uh, post-Wrestling World Championships 2019, Year of Our Lord Gable. Um, lots to get to. So much so much happened in the in the last week. We did, did we talk work... about shirts or well, – Yep, sh- I'll get there. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, you, you're better at this than I am. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, we have, we have lots to get to. Uh, if you missed last week, we recorded on Monday – and uh, this is when That's why it feels so long. It does. That's what she said. And um, <laughs> so uh, we we basically recapped Greco. I think uh, Max Nowry uh, lost in his bronze medal match. I think that's about the only Greco we missed uh, other than that. So um, if you don't catch us talking about Greco, we pretty much talked Greco last week. Yeah. Because we did release mid-championships. Uh, so... Um, but yeah, lots to get to. We do, uh, how are we looking on shirts, my man? Uh, we're, we're basically down to bare minimum. I, I'm probably just going to order the rest of the twos here, uh, so we could distribute or give them to people we know and like at this point, unless you specifically ask for one, then I'll, we'll hook it up. So. Awesome. And yeah. then adidaswrestling.com. Adidaswrestling.com. You should go there right now. Here's the deal. Wrestling season is about to start. You need to break in shoes. You got to break these shoes in. It's preseason still. You got a couple weeks to get them in, get them ready to go before competition starts, which is, I'm assuming, for high schools around December, late December, right? Mid December, somewhere Most in that range. Most states start earlier than Michigan does. So. Do they? Okay. Yeah. So early November. Go in some to adidaswrestling.com. Order your shoes right now. Use promo code BLOOD20. I'm wearing Combat Speeds right now because they're straight up classic and they're awesome. These are still and always will be some of my favorite shoes. I've, I've wrestled in them most of all the, the shoes we've gotten here. Um, and they, they immediately form to your feet after a couple practices here. Great grip. Great uh, mobility in them. You can tie them up all the way and, and you've got good ankle support, but you also have a lot of ankle mobility. So big fan of these, uh, these combat speed fours here. So also, anything else there you can get with uh, promo code BLOOD20. 20% off. And there was another thing. Oh, youth shoes. You can get youth shoes there too. 20% right off those. So go on there. Um, they've got the, I believe, HVC youths as well as the Matt Wizard 4 youths. So there you go. Also, what a cool memory to make with your kids. Be like, hey, you need new wrestling shoes this year. Pick them out. Let's let's get these ordered. Yeah. Like imagine your dad just you coming home from school one day and he just goes, "Hey, come here, son. 
you need new wrestling shoes this year. Yeah, pick them, pick them out. What do you, what do you want? I mean, that how amazing you'd be like, man, that was a day. Knowing how much I love wrestling shoes, yes, that would have been incredible to have had happen. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, get that done. Um, thank you for the support you with the shirts. Watch a single happy tear fall from your child's eye to the floor. Yep. <laughs> you mean it, Pop? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks for the support with the promo code. Thanks for Adidas Wrestling supporting us. Thanks for the shirt support. We do appreciate it. Um, lots to get to. Crazy week. Uh, it was a fun week. Um, that time zone sucked. I mean, I I, I, I did my best. Yeah, uh, you did. And, and I did not. I put zero effort into it. It, it may have <laughs> it may have taken a couple years off my life. Um, honestly, out of on a couple of those days, it was it was pretty rough. The baby kind of helped though, because a couple times, right? He woke me up at like three. Right, 2.45, and I was like, well, might as well see what wrestling's going on. But then I just got sucked in. Like, like seeing Wedding Crashers is on cable. Like, you just, like... Yeah, I guess this is what I'm going to do for the next hour. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, Burroughs is up in three matches, so, I mean, I got to watch that. Right, right. What am I going to do, go to bed and just be like, I'll read about it tomorrow? You know, yeah, yeah, when, I mean, when it's in front of you, no, that's not <laughs> happening. Yeah, and then the next thing I know, it's quarterfinals are – we have some mat delay time. We have some wait times to um, let the quarterfinals sit for a few more minutes, and I'm like, ah, oh, well, I guess I'm going to work on three hours of sleep today. Yep. <laughs> just uh, – so, yeah, it was um, – it was fun. A lot uh a lot of great wrestling. The one night I was really like pumped. Um you know, we got the we got the four guys going, it's it's a good time and and I'm I'm sitting up and I noticed when I watched Greco on Saturday night, I believe, um I uh or Sunday night. I think I watched Greco Sunday night, um maybe some women's freestyle too. And I noticed seeing Chechia. So I'm I'm like, yeah, that's weird. And then I kind of am looking at the rest of the countries, scroll through, and I'm like, where they all, they're all properly got their Anglo names in English. So what the fuck is a Chechia? Like I I don't, and I'm thinking Czech Republic. So you know what's Chechia? Well, apparently Czech Republic decided to rebrand like a year ago. Okay. They just think this sounds sexier, I guess. You know, rather than Czech Republic, it's a new thing. Come to Chechia or whatever. I, I will say it's like Chechia. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a much more happy because you think Czech Republic. All I think about with Czech Republic is I equate it to the USSR, which I equate to Zangief from Street Fighter 2. Yeah. And it's like I think that's where everyone else's themes. mind went. Yeah. Yep. So it's the universal thought process. <laughs> so yeah, it did maybe yeah, they're trying to get rid of the old Soviet bloc, Eastern Europe, whatever. Yeah. I I don't know. So I'm thinking, well that's interesting. And then I see North Macedonia and I'm like, well, uh former Yugoslavia Republic did Macedonia split? Like is that another split? Uh I actually had a Serbian roommate back in 01, 02 and uh and he was like, well, I guess I'm Montenegrin now. Like, Montenegro, 
broke away from Serbia. Oh, okay. He's just like, I used to be Yugoslavia, and then I was Serbian, and then I'm Montenegrin, so I don't know. Who knows what I'll be next <laughs> week, you know, or whatever, and he would kind of make jokes. And, as, and then I'm reading about that, and apparently Greece was mad about the name Macedonia, almost as if, let's say, a um, – a, a part of Canada wanted to secede and be their own uh, country, and they decided, we're Michigan now. And it's like, wait, USA is like, we already have a fucking Michigan. What are you talking about? Yeah. It's apparently how Greece felt about Macedonia ever since they were independent in 1991. So somehow they made some treaty agreement. So this year, it's North Macedonia, and then this year, instead of Czech Republic, it's Czechia. And so I send out a tweet, something along those lines, and – one of those Twitter bot things kind of pick it up, sort of like if you say, hey, we're going to Grand Rapids this weekend, or, or hey, you know, going to be a fun time in Grand Rapids this weekend. A bot will pick it up and alert somebody, and then someone from Beer City, USA, or something like that, like, hey, welcome, have a beer, or something like that. Right, kind of right. Hand. So I immediately get, like, five texts or five tweets about how I shouldn't shit on the name Chechia. And I'm like, well, that's weird. <laughs> this is really strange. Nope, I, I'm just now noticing the name. Yeah, My, it, it is. It it surprised me. And then I say something or or something along those lines, and and I kind of laugh. And then I yeah. watch I watch a match, and then I check my notifications again, and I'm getting like more hate from Chechia <laughs> about being like an uneducated American. And uh, well, this is weird. I ignore it. Right. And then I watch, like, two more matches. Our guys were up, like, back-to-back or something like that. I pour myself another cocktail. And between the sleep deprivation and the vodka, now I'm like, well, you're my- With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Um, didn't tell me to call that last week. Right, right. <laughs> you know, now I'm going to start responding with vulgarity. Just back because now I just think it's fucking funny. It is funny. It's four in the morning. You're watching wrestling, and some dude's getting pissed off because they wanted to call their country something different. Yeah, uh, and which I'm sure was a, a democratic vote. <laughs> you know, it wasn't some vodka loaded up asshole going, "We're Chechia now." It could have been, <laughs> for all we know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it's like if we all of a sudden uh, we called Idaho. Ida ho ho ho, because it reminded everyone of Christmas, and then got pissed off when people were like, "Isn't that where potatoes come from?" And you're like, "Fuck you! You hate Christmas." Yeah, or um, you know, oh yeah, I'm going over to Boise, Idaho, uh, this week. Ho ho! You know, and they're like, "Hey, motherfucker, Don't we changed be our name." Disrespectful. 
And I think I put that in there. Like, you're a country of 10 million white people in the mountains. No one cares if you're offended. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> the systemic racism of the Chech people in the mountains, of the 10 million white people. Chechians, asshole. <laughs> like, I, I don't really understand where this is coming from. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was that was quite entertaining. That was a weird that was fun. side turn. That um, I'm I'm glad to get the walkthrough because I didn't read through all the the text threads. I was just like, Tommy's fighting with a country about something. <laughs> I don't understand what's happening. What's going on with with uh, with Mijic? What's going on here? Yeah, anyway. yeah. I was I was resisting for a while. Actually, the weirdest part is I resisted for like a good hour. Like I yeah, I, oh, I, I yeah. was. I mean, it was that was one of the strangest things about it is it just kept going, and then finally the sleep deprivation and the vodka took over, and and I had to respond. I had to go Randy Marsh and just you know start having fun with it. I I don't I think it's a combination of that and the general emotions. This is what I this was my big takeaway from the World Championships this year. The emotions were crazy, and it was I mean the U.S. Ended up placing third. I know, like, coming out of it, we probably didn't – we feel like we left a lot out there. Like, Burroughs had a really big Instagram post where he wrote a lot today about um, how close he was and the feelings that come off of, of, of being that close, but knowing that it ultimately was a failure in his eyes and that there's nothing you can do about it and all this stuff like that. And so you know that there's guys from this team walking away feeling like, I fucked that up, I worked all this time for this, and I didn't deliver we still placed third. And and so throughout that whole tournament though, whether it was Greco or the women's team having some some uh some low points, some high points also, obviously. Same with the men's team, low points and high points. And that's that's how this tournament works. And that's, that's how, how wrestling works. That's how wrestling works, yes. And that's what makes it awesome, right? And some levels and it also rips your heart straight out of your chest, right? So the emotions this are. This isn't swimming where we just win everything, right? And, and right. we and we pat ourselves Here's on our backs. For all, everybody walks home with at least three golds, right? You know? And we pat ourselves on the backs yeah. for being the one country who gives a shit. Great, exactly. <laughs> Some dickhead named Ryan Lochte gets to win medals because he's I don't apparently good at breaststroke. That's what she said. Yeah. Um. Anyway, my point being is that. Even I lost my shit on some people. Like, I had tweeted, <laughs> I had literally tweeted, like, and this was a point of clarification because I'm watching the match, and I'm like, oh, this dude in the bronze medal match, I know the one guy, Barang Barang, because how the fuck am I supposed to forget that name ever, right? Like, he's the guy who wrestled to beat the streets. And then this other guy, isn't that the guy he was losing to, like, 9 nothing before he came back and beat him? He's also in the bronze medal match and ended up winning. So literally as a point of clarification, because there's no fucking way I'm going to look this shit up, I tweeted it like, hey, didn't Yanni beat both those guys? And then, like, all of a sudden you have the Zane defenders who have to feel like they they need to they have to put their cape on and go fight for this world. Like, I'm all over. Uh, Zane is great. I've never said a negative thing about Zane. And my tweet it didn't have a bad thing to say about him. And you got all these assholes coming at me, and I'm—I literally called. Uh, one guy was like, "I was like, dude, I'm not talking about Zane. You're the person who brought his name up. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm literally this was a clarification text or tweet, excuse me." And then he was like, "Oh, why can't we be adults here? If you're not good, you know, we know what you're insinuating. You could suck my sack or something like that." I was like, "How about as an adult, I could go tell you to fuck off, asshole?" And then I fucking blocked him. Literally, the only person I've ever blocked. 
<laughs> and I still feel bad about it. I'm like, that guy couldn't have been more of a dickhead. And I, and, and, I, I, but, but like, I, I blame it on the emotions. I'm like, I was too emotional. There was too much happening. I'm being attacked by this guy. And now I know what Scott Van Pelt goes through. Cause he, he, he goes after people on Twitter too. And, and like, I don't feel good about that exchange at all. I know I'm right, but I don't feel good about it. No one walks away happy. Well, I <laughs> I actually well earlier this summer I was like Kevin, just don't respond to trolls. No, like, I can't don't, don't, stop res- it don't respond to them. If if it's idiotic, just don't respond. No. You know, like don't don't respond. Just I it's can't. Okay. So, sometimes I just have to. And um, and then I felt like then I felt bad because I thought I was like big brothering you no, somehow, no. and then I was just like I didn't mean to like be a dick and tell you what to do. No. Like I'm, I'm just like trying to yeah. So a lot of emotions. There was a lot of emotions. There was a lot of emotions. It's, it is funny as all hell. I mean, I don't like criteria, and um, I'll get hate for that. Like, I mean, people <laughs> right. will be like, "You've never watched a freestyle match in your life." <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, right. You're right. <laughs> we have this for five years. We don't actually watch it. We read the box scores and then get drunk and talk about it. Yeah. Which I, actually doesn't sound like a bad plan either, but it doesn't, but I just I didn't like I've, watching wrestling so much. I laugh about that. I've I've wrestled about 700 freestyle matches in my life, but yeah, never watched freestyle, don't like freestyle whatsoever because I say I don't like the criteria system. Like I just uh, so I mean, you get a lot of this shit like that too. It's it's pretty crazy and I think as our sport grows, you're just going to see more of it unfortunately, but for sure, oh, well. and, and I bet those a lot of those people that tweet about how you've never watched a freestyle match don't know that there were other rules before this, like five years ago. Yeah, they have no idea that I I wrestled a, a five minute period where right, if right. one of us didn't score three, <laughs> you Guess had to what? then wrestle another three minutes. Yes, and at the end of that three minutes, if you hadn't scored three points, the ref raised one of your hands. Right. That's how Kurt Angle won gold. It is. Yeah. It is paddle, indeed. paddle, raise a hand. You know, that's um I have watched that match a lot of times. They they both tried to score a lot. It was not a boring match. Yeah. They were just very good at not being scored on. Speaking of criteria, I didn't really want to lead with this, but whatever. We're yeah. on the we're on the subject. Um I just I get some of the arguments for a criteria, but there's a couple moments, like real big moments in this world championships where Sadakov and Burroughs, they both scored a takedown. They both scored a step out. It's three to three. Who doesn't want to see three minutes like we put on the clock and let them get after it? I, I just don't. Um, we want to see you want to see that conclusion instead rather than. I mean, they both scored the same maneuvers. Both scored a two-point takedown. Both right. scored a one-point step-out. And and so let's – with the step-out point, which I think has been a phenomenal and bold invention and implementation by United World Wrestling, I mean, it is really a bold choice to do. Because right. you didn't know how it was going to go. I remember going to my first tournament with it. I was still wrestling. And being like, well, this is weird. We're going to get sumo and stuff. And then I was just like, oh – Dudes just dig underhooks and get back in the middle. Right. Like, oh, this is actually great. It's creating better action. Yeah. This is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Is that my, my reaction at first when I read it online, I didn't get to stream seven tournaments before I actually walked into a gym. Right. I read it online and was like, well, this will be weird. See, I love digging underhooks anyway and pushing forward, so I was like, 
fuck yes, this is going to be great for my style. <laughs> well, my problem is I was too overzealous with the underhooks. Uh, yeah. You know, and masturbation. But, right. Um, just, so many things to be So it's like about. I would drive my underhook, and then I'd just Not be at the out. same time, hopefully. And then I'd just be on the outside, and then all of a sudden the dude would shoot in, and I'd be out of bounds, and I'd be like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Like, whoops. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I'm, I'm out. I just did that to myself. Like, well, uh, and, it, and it's interesting, though, like, ah, oh, damn it. I had a point, and I lost it. Yeah. The, the other match that I, I meant to mention, though, was the heavyweight match between Ackle and Petri yes. Ashley. Yeah. Um, you know, he, um, great match. Again, these guys have great matches. Um, six to six. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal heavyweights just right. getting after it. One of those is going to fall down from a heart attack before they go three minutes without scoring. So let's right. put the three minutes on the clock and let somebody score and, and let's settle it that way. I mean, it was a great match, and, and it's it just kind of feels hollow that the guy who scores last wins. Well, and, and I think I've made this suggestion before, and I I think part of the reason is that potentially that, hey, you know what, if we're adding an additional three minutes or something like that, these matches are going to go on forever and it's going to make the tournament last that much longer. It's going to be harder to fit everything in, especially worlds where there's so many people coming into the tournament, right? But at the same token, it's like, well then, hey, if why don't why not just at that point you establish who has criteria going into the overtime and just put 30 seconds on the clock. You're gonna nah, get 30 see, seconds. Of I just, I still don't like that because I think then just one person runs away for 30 seconds. Because freestyle is not good at calling stalling. We know that. Well, Watch a Kyle Dake match. But that's, <laughs> hey, I, I hear you. But like, here's the other thing though: is like, maybe that changes how refs officiate the match. They start calling those things when people are running away with five seconds on the clock, mm. which also drives me crazy because yeah. when when you stop the match. If any officials from UWW are listening to this, when you stop the match three times in the last 15 seconds to wag your finger at somebody, guess what that doesn't help? The person who's trying to score, all right? Yeah. You wagging your finger at the guy running doesn't help the guy creating action. See, I I just like the three-minute idea because it's sort of a – if it gets to that last 45 seconds and neither of you scored – you do not know what these three people are going to decide. You have no idea. Right. Like, because you might think that you've been attacking and, oh, man, they're really going to give this to me. You don't fucking know. This is United World Wrestling. These but, are these are three guys who or girls. They they are a they are either a bucket of confetti or a bucket of water. We have no idea what the hell they're going to call ever in any situation. So. Don't you dare leave it up the old Dana White thing over the Ultimate Fighter episodes, the don't leave it in the judges' hands. Well, if it goes three minutes and you didn't score, then it's kind of on you. You know, you got to score. So, I mean, that's why I like that idea better. But I can't imagine with all the controversy that's happened throughout world wrestling's history that there's anyone else who would coast. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Let's leave it in some judge's hands. That's what I mean. That's why right you got to score. That's why you got to. That's why you got to score. I, I hear you. And hear at least you. it gives you a chance. But, um, you know, so that's that's an interesting thing. Um, we. Um, getting the controversy stuff out of the way. Um, yeah. So Kazakhstan has an amazing tournament as the hosts. Uh, they get a lot of really fortuitous draws. This it's it's funny because of course you have the United World Wrestling people being very very uh, zealously defending United World Wrestling and everything like that, and how it's a it's a computer system and you press a button and it gives you a number and it's like okay well my my 11 year old daughter could rig a computer system. <laughs> I mean you just say. This country goes on the – these countries go on the top. These right. countries go on the bottom. Like you just assign a limit on the value. Like it's not really – it wouldn't really be that difficult to rig. Um, I've seen just it. because it's a computer system doesn't mean it's – They still have formulas. Yeah. <laughs> that you put in there yeah. into those systems. So yes. The idea that it's some computer push button that means it's infallible, like that's not an argument. Yeah. Um, also, you're – You know how co- easy it would be to bribe like a computer programmer to – do what you want them to do very insanely easily yeah, in yeah. the history of computers it yeah. happens all the time hey uh, Ernest, have you seen breasts would you like to yeah <laughs> program it this way see and that's i mean i'm not saying that this was rigged i mean it just is suspicious and it was kind of funny because like kazakhstan has their best tournament ever they qualify like seven got seven people for the olympics um they just it, they have this amazing tournament and so it's it's eyebrow raising and and unfortunately uww fila or whatever has kind of done this to themselves because they've had so many controversies and so many blatant rig jobs over the years the carrie colott documentary and all that stuff you know mm-hmm. the uh you know we got to get Belarus a medal or whatever. Gary McCoy. You know, all that yeah. stuff. Um, you know, we've, we've seen so much of that. So this is kind of the equivalent of you've cheated on your girl. You've been caught cheating on your girl. And then instead of coming home at work at 530 at night, you came home at 330 with glitter on your face. <laughs> yeah. So Kazakhstan winning all those medals and qualifying all these people for Olympics is, is basically that. Yeah. It, it, We're hey, not saying you're cheating, but you you didn't come home from work when you said it, it's <laughs> you were going to, and your phone was off. The, it, and it's funny because like I you know there's a lot of the, the examples that that I have off the top of my head are always the U.S. guys because that's what I care about and follow. Right, mm-hmm. this shit happens to other countries too all the time. You know, and so it, it's. It's not an infallible organization. It's not something that, that hasn't been obviously marred with this have, sort of stuff before. So, well, I mean, the most highly looked at international organization, international organization, is FIFA for soccer. Right. They have problems 
all the goddamn time. They well, got they got refs taking money. Any they, they large got, organization I, they with got money do- flowing through it is going to have. I mean, yeah. shit, Detroit Public Schools doesn't have any money, and, and there's still fucking corruption going on in there, yeah, you know? Yeah, you still have school supply invoices for school supplies that never yeah, showed up. exactly. And all the principals were on the take and everything like that. Yeah. I mean, that was, like, last year. We're not talking about 1981. We're talking about, like, last year, like, seven principals got this fired. Isn't, yeah, this isn't an absurd <laughs> fucking thing to talk about. This is pretty realistic. Like, oh, that's racist against Detroit. No, that actually happened no, last yeah. year. Okay. <laughs> Literally every year my mom worked in that school system, which was 12. <laughs> it happened. So yeah. that's cool. Yeah, so, I mean, it's it's just funny. Um, we do have um, – oh, there was a ref sent home um, as well. And uh, so there's there's always that. Um, he called the, the match correctly? Michik's <laughs> <laughs> um, bronze medal match seemed like Kazakhstan got some – Hella good calls. The 97 kilogram bronze medal match. That that ref had a lot of fun. The, the Michik one calling stoppages as soon as Michik was trying to create some action. Yeah, the there was some the stalemates in uh, there too. Oh, excuse me. Uh, let me wave my finger at you again, uh, without actually doing anything. There were a couple stalemates too, where it was like, oh my god, dude, the guy oh. had the takedown. <laughs> the fucking takedown. Nine times out of ten, that's a takedown. I don't care if he's holding on to his toe. Yeah. Is he going to do anything with that toe? No. He's on his hip. Yeah. He's just laying there. With both his legs covered. Yeah. And a turk in. Yep. <laughs> so, there was some Not suspicious stuff. Um, the 97-kilogram bronze medal match with Kazakhstan, too, was pretty bad as well. Um, the uneven brackets is also weird seeing that, especially in an Olympic year, because the way repechage works, they're basically two different tournaments with one crossover match. And the one crossover match is a gold medal match. Otherwise, the bronze medal is completely decided with repechage with the top half of the bracket, and the other bronze is completely decided um, with the repechage of the lower half. So when you have, like, 32 people in the lower half and 16 in the top half, that makes it quite more difficult to get into that bronze medal match and qualify your weight for your country or get a medal. Um out of 32 competitors rather than 16. Like, it's, it, it does seem like a weird, easy fix that uh, you could figure out pretty simply, but I, I don't know why the love for the uneven brackets. Um, so, I don't know. That's something in next quad I'd like to see fixed. Um, basically, there's only going to be 16 people in a bracket so you're at the Olympics. suggesting 42 and 12. <laughs> yeah, I would need it to be more rigged. Okay. Um, more... More on on one side. Um, so this that's, guy's in the finals, and there's 65 on the other side. Yep, I like it. <laughs> Final um, X. <laughs> we do have a uh, a new favorite name, um, 57 kilograms men's freestyle from North Korea or the People's Republic of Korea, right. Democratic People's Republic of Korea, King Kumsong. Oh, good God. So I don't know if it's a Casey and JoJo CD or what's going on, but uh, yeah, King Kumsong. <laughs> As opposed to Prince, <laughs> Queen, Duchess Kumsong. Isn't that an old school? Like I thought you'd come over and we could put on the Cisco CD. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I think Will Ferrell says that to uh, Ari Gold's wife. <laughs> Oh, man. So, 
Yeah, it was um, a crazy week, though. So uh, women's wrestling, we got um, three gold medals for the three. first time in uh, in American history. Really, really cool. Also, pretty crazy. Japan only gets one gold medal. Yeah, uh, suck my dick, Japan. <laughs> Someone asked if Russia was, or I don't remember what country it was, was like the uh, the Missouri of of international. I think it was Russia. And on some level, yes, but Japan now for sure, because Japan has been so dominant on the women's side. And now their men's team is good. Like, when we started this, I remember being like, why doesn't their women's coach just coach their men's team, too? And then all of a sudden, their men's team got good, and I was like, fuck. Like, their their Greco team's good, too. Like, they had really good Greco show out. That's not cool. So, Japan. Fuck Japan. Well, only one gold medal, which is pretty crazy. That's good. Um, so we shut him down a couple times. Yeah, and Jakara, uh, you know, she beat a Japanese opponent, and Adeline beat a Japanese an opponent. So, fifth world championship for Adeline Gray. Just really, Damn really, straight. you know, awesome to see. Dominating performance from her. And then, um, you know, Tamira Mensa and Jakara Winchester, they, they get their first gold medals. Tamira Mensa just, I mean, a crazy story that you look at um, you know, coming from 2016, like to the start of this quad, I mean, she, she made the team, but she didn't qualify the weight. Um, and then to get all the way to, um, you know, being a world champion heading into the Olympic year. Right. Is just pretty cool. I mean, she's, guess what? We're qualified, ready to go. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's 26, been on the scene a while, obviously. And you know, just the uh, the raw emotions of of seeing her, you know, win her medal and everything like that was just one of the highlights of the week by oh, any sure. stretch of the imagination. So it was it was it was something else. Well, it was great. Did you see that post that uh, Adeline Gray had uh, gotten out there with her hand being all cut up? From yeah, I did trip? see that. Yeah, holy shit! It was like it was really bad. I saw it. it was I remember watching her go out for her final match and being like. That was the first time I had noticed her hand being taped up, and I guess I was just like, all right, well, I guess that's interesting that they tape it up so aggressively. I, I would assume that would limit the mobility, but maybe you want that when people are grabbing fingers all the time. Like, maybe it's a, a support thing, um, and obviously she has it figured out, but yeah, I didn't realize it was a legit issue with her hand where she was losing fingers, or not losing fingers, losing losing uh, uh feeling uh couldn't couldn't grip as well like a lot of really serious issues that you would think would hurt her chances at winning it but obviously she did yep she wrestled a little conservatively but um she can you know she can and still get the job done so you know it was i mean it's her fifth world championship so once again she heads into an olympic year as the defending world champion which is uh pretty cool she she's basically michael jordan like Michael Jordan was undefeated in finals, and she's undefeated in finals, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Jakara is a great story. Um, you know, she kind of had to miss some time with an injury, and no one really knew where she'd fall on the ladder. And then she, you know, gets the upset win last year to make the world team, where a lot of people were pretty surprised about it, and then. You know, then she 
lost two like heartbreaking matches, one in the semis, one in the bronze medal match. Right, right. And just late second, you know, losses that were pretty tough and then comes back this year and she did nothing but get her hand raised. So closed it out. Yeah. Um so now she it was a non Olympic weight, which kind of makes things interesting. So you and I were talking about the whole Helen Marulis thing, you know, a couple of weeks ago coming back into the fold and you know thinking 57 kilograms where she was last year which is the olympic weight but now you have jakar at 55 so she's either got to go up against helen marulis or maybe down against sarah hildebrandt right um and we don't know how healthy helen marulis is or, or what we're going to get when we get helen marulis back so it'll be really really interesting to see what jakara uh, chooses to do she'll get a bye to the semifinals of the challenge tournament no one will be in the seat at either weight class so um yeah just pretty pretty interesting thing to keep your eye on where uh you know on the men's side obviously we have dake and cox who are world champs and non-olympic weights and we're really curious what they're gonna do well they have to compete i would assume (laughs) to make the spot at one of the weights that they enter we'll know soon enough i'm sure yeah you know like there's a ranking series there's all sorts of stuff i mean with it with it not being final x that's what i was trying to figure out is is burrow's gonna just end up in the spot or will he have to compete through the tournament too he he meddled so he gets he's in the seat he gets in the seat yeah so he's in the best two of three but cox and dake likely not they they get a bye to the semifinals of the challenge tournament okay that's because of their medals in a non-Olympic weight. That's what I couldn't remember. Okay. Thank you for clarifying. You're welcome. And thank you, everyone, for asking the question that you all wondered. It's like in class when they say, you know what? When you don't ask the question, it's a question that somebody else probably had, too. They say that to be nice to the stupid people. You know what? I'm okay being that person. <laughs> nah, that's good. I, um, yeah, absolutely. Um Really cool to see, you know, two people win their first world championships, um, and as likable characters as Jakara and uh, Tamira as well. So um, it was uh, really, really awesome to see. A little dusty with uh, Mrs. Mensa Stock there with uh, her reactions afterwards and crying with the flag and everything in the in the mixed, uh, you know, where where the interviews were and everything like that. It was like ooh, like uh, there's a some allergies going on. In yeah, here. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, man. Jeez. When it was it was tough, man. I mean, like, because <clears throat> obviously she had that uh, what appeared to be a pretty serious knee injury. I mean, she doesn't seem like the type to just kind of pull up and say my knee hurts for no reason or to take a breather. Um, she's always got her pedal to the metal uh, in her matches, and and I thought she was gonna tech her the the, the other girl in the finals, and I kind of made a joke. It was like Ashley, Stacy. Lindsay, it was just she had like seven first names before her last name, and it was just got to be Anastasia, something else. Um, but yeah, I, I was like, shit, she's like, she's gonna just have to not, she's getting out of her style, she's getting out of her approach, you know. Hopefully, this other woman doesn't figure out a way to come back and beat her. Thankfully, she did not, but you know, maybe having that scare, uh, plus obviously the, the, what I assume would be the normal emotions of winning a world fucking championship. Being the best on the planet at what you do in that moment. <laughs> well, and it's it's been, I mean, it's been a long time for her. You know, I mean, we're, we're talking about 
five years on the senior circuit. I mean, six years. Yeah. It, it just it's a lot of losses. And Can you imagine a lot of tournaments? If there was a thing like just some sort of a radar that would go off, or like some alarm that would go off, where if you were the best at whatever you do, you were doing on the planet in that moment, you would just get to know. I've wondered about things like that. Like, you know, you you <laughs> wonder, like, like who is the best, like free throw shooter on the planet right now? Like, it might not be a guy in the NBA. It might be a high school player or something like you, you don't really know. It'd they, be weird. It'd be weird to just know. Like yeah. there, there, you could just Google it and it'd be like this junior in high school in Texas or so, you know, like, I mean, yeah. just yeah, something like that. It would be weird to um, have all those answers at your fingertips. There was this weird year where Jose Calderon shot like 99.7% free throw percentage in the NBA for like, six sevenths of the season like so long like he barely missed anything and he happened to be on my fantasy team at the time and it was very very nice it was like 2008 but yeah anyway and she uh she did it in dominating fashion too she, she really did a hell out of people so i mean it wasn't it wasn't a fluke win either for god's sakes um and yeah well great. she's one of those people where you know, you talk about the draws that people get. Like, didn't she end up having to beat, like, an Olympic champ in the quarters or the semis? Well, she had to beat the uh, Blessing from Nigeria, uh-huh. who, like, came over here and beat the streets and, like, teched somebody. Yeah. Um, she had to beat Dosho from Japan. Um, she had to beat uh, somebody else, too. So, like, I think I, the Japanese person is who I'm, I'm referencing, who at some point before was an Olympic champ. I don't think she was an Olympic champ. World but. champ. Medal, medalist yeah. on some level, yeah. some high level medalist. Yeah. yeah. Well, they usually don't make the team Fucking beat without the that shit out of her. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was really really cool to see. Um, and the match in the finals with Jakara was was pretty sweet to see with the, um, you know, some great attacks, some great movement, creating angles, and then she looks like she might go out of bounds to um, give up that like last second point kind of thing, and she whizzers hips over yeah and yeah they're just badass you know to to win that way too to win a world you win your first world championships and you win it like in the closing seconds with a scramble like yeah at the buzzer like how how badass is that like yeah that's, that's amazing so you know those those were really really uh great sights um adeline and mensa qualify their weights they are in the best two or three um at the olympic trials Jakara, uh, with her medal, gets to be, um, you know, in the semifinals of whatever weight she chooses. And after that, though, um, it wasn't a great tournament uh, in other ways. Um, you know, just uh, not the best draws in certain spots, not the best tournaments in certain spots. So we're still looking to qualify uh, four of the weights. So that'll be interesting, too. Um, Pan Ams are in Ottawa, Canada, Canada and, uh, in March so United States will have to send four of our women there to get that done. It'll be interesting to see who they send at 57 or, you know, kind of what happens with all that. Um, the the only – one of the weird things is Canada qualified zero. 
So right. we're used to Canadian women's freestyle. They did have a, a champ in the non-Olympic weight of 59 kilograms. But outside of that, they did not have a good tournament at all, especially up to their standards. So Canada will be sending somebody in each weight uh, to that qualifier. So uh, making that tournament a little bit tougher than us here in the United States were hoping for. If we didn't qualify the weight, let's get some other people there. But, um, yeah, the uh, – um, Adeline Gray and and Tamara Mensa are the only two who uh, qualified women-wise in Pan Ams. That world champ that Canada had, though, was badass. Yeah, she looked great. That was a really nice pin she had. Linda Murray. Yeah, got to go Got to go hard for the Lindas in the world, you know? Yeah. So, Good yeah, she stepped Clunch. right over, caught her, and stuck her, and it was just such a nasty pin. So, good for her. Um but, yeah, you know, it's obviously not going to make the road to, to qualifying the weight any easier uh, for anybody, you know, and so that's not good. You want to see the Canadians and the U.S. people represented in the Olympics. So um, it'll it'll make for an entertaining and, and tough wrestling tournament, though. Got that to look forward to, which is nice. Yep, that is true. Um, Dake and Cox win gold. Yes, they do. That was pretty uh, – I mean – Cox not giving up a point. <laughs> I mean, like... The one time he's, like, basically giving up a leg lace, like, dead to rights, and then somehow he didn't score. He just defies everything. He did it in speed sweeps. <laughs> it's so stupid to me. I've li- literally never seen anyone in speed sweeps other than James Green and and, uh, and Jaden Cox actually win a match. And I watch a lot of wrestling. <laughs> like, it's crazy. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. That that leg lace thing that he got caught in, where he just never put his knees down and then stood up and got out. Obviously, like that's that's a a moment you'll if you watched it or what like live, you'll never forget watching that and being like, holy shit. Yeah. And then the guy's look on his face when when he gets out is just priceless. But yeah, he was he was incredible all tournament. Um. Dake was incredible all tournament too. He did give up points this year, which he didn't do last year. Um, I mean, the big thing is obviously. Well, let me not move on from Dake before I give him too much credit. Before I move back to Cox, because I can't stay off Cox that long. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Kyle Dake. Well, I guess they both could go either direction. I think Dake's said outwardly though that he intends likely to drop down. He he like he'll try to be political about it, but then he'll basically say, "You know where I'm going, right? I'm, right? You know, you yeah. know that 74 is a better fit for me, right?" Um, one thing about Jaden was just the idea I mean, he was moving all those dudes around so much, and he was just creating angles to anytime it seemed like they attacked. Like they weren't in the right angle to attack. Like they were, they were attacking, and Jaden was already off to a diagonal, right. you know, angle. And then they were just open. And right. it was like, yeah, you're just not wrestling the same species no, right now. No. Like you're, you're just, you're, you're not in this, in this stratosphere that that he's in. It was insane to watch him just dominate this bracket that had some good wrestlers in it too. It was not a, Oh, this is not Olympic. So no one's in there. I mean, it was, it was ridiculous. 
Well, you know, you talk about being three steps ahead. He's like eight or nine steps ahead. He's he's already envisioned the entire match and how it's going to go and what you're going to try and do and when you're going to try and do it and how he's going to counter it and where he's going to go to do it. So it's just over. I don't know why they had him wrestle matches. Maybe because he wore speed sweeps. <laughs> but, um... Got to earn that thirty-dollar wrestling shoe endorsement. Right, exactly. So, but where's he gonna go? I, I, I like to think he goes up because he already looks shredded at ninety-two. I, I really find it hard to believe he's gonna drop again to eighty-four. I just don't think it's gonna happen. Eighty-nine or eighty-six, sorry, but um, eighty-six, yeah, yeah, which is one eighty-nine. Um, ninety-two kilograms is basically two hundred and two pounds, so it would be a thirteen-pound drop. Um, obviously, he was wrestling down in 16 and 17, but that was a different format. It wasn't a two-day format. It wasn't a two-day weigh-in either. Right. So this is, uh, I mean, Jaden is enough of a much better athlete than you and I to where, like, maybe he's just this good and could make 86 kilograms, no problem, and is still mad about David Taylor talking shit about him, so he'll just go down and do it. But I don't know. It'll, it'll. I, I imagine he goes up in an interview. It was pretty funny. It was just like talking about his legacy and like what would be better for my legacy. Well, with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Going up and beating Kyle Snyder and then beating Sad Jeliah yeah, would be like the... Li- literally nothing could be better. <laughs> nothing can be better than so that. So when he said that, I was like, oh man, I think I think he really is going up. And what's a better lifestyle? I mean, granted, like, it's not that long between now. Well, how dare you say it's not that long? No, Cox is incredibly long. But I'm saying, like, the time difference between now and, what, it's April when when the Olympic trials are? Yeah, April 4th, 5th. It's first weekend of April. (laughs) What's a better use of your time then? Like, training and getting better and working on that sort of stuff and adding some weight by lifting more and eating better? And, and managing your weight that way or sucking down to 86 kilograms. I think he also realizes that those dudes just can't move with him. No, there's no way they'll be able to. And he's been that weight and moved this well. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like, he's he'll be fine at that weight. So, I yeah, I, I think he'll be... Which means then we have Cox and Snyder at the Olympic trials. Yeah, and... I mean, I'm pretty confident in Cox. It, the, the, the thing is, there is some recency bias here a little bit with Snyder losing, and I mean, I, of course I get, there is, but, yeah, but but I don't. Um, I'm, I'm not trying to take anything away from Snyder, who went like champ, 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 silver bronze, silver bronze. Like he's fucking incredible. That's really difficult to do once for any of those things, let alone so consistently. Um. But good God, like Cox is, is improved so much, and I think the other part is is what Cox is good at right now is is he can get to his offense seemingly when he wants to, 
Um, and and he's able to move too quickly, I think, to for Kyle Snyder's low ankles and, and those sort of attacks that he likes to hit to work. I also think Jaden does have go-go gadget arms sometimes. Doesn't, oh, it seem, yeah. doesn't it seem like his arms extend sometimes and just He's got pick super a knee? long arms, yes. But it, it, they seem like to actually grow by like three feet real quick, like something out of Men in Black, like whoop, you know, and they, he grabs him right behind a knee. He just turns his shoulder, so whatever the hand, head hands defense is that's there is just not there anymore, and he's just in on the knee, and then he's behind you, and you've given up six points, and you don't well, know what happened. That's terrifying. Yeah, well. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Cox is behind you, and oh, uh, man. you're on your belly. Oof. <laughs> that would that'd be tough to recover from. Um. Yeah, so that's that's pretty fascinating stuff. Uh, obviously, Kyle Dake um, looked great, moved great. Uh, he takes advantage of the rules too. I mean, he it, there, look, there's there's no He's real perfect at this. There's no real teeth in in freestyle stalling. And once you're on the clock, once it's really rare to go on it again. And and so he just he does enough to stay off of it and just basically now you're chasing Kyle Dake. And right. he will – and he doesn't do the sort of, like, I'm going to put my butt in the center. He doesn't mind drifting out, but he's so quick right. that then you put yourself in peril when you go chase after him. Well, and he, exactly, and he knows exactly what they're – as it, – it's kind of like with, with Deeringer, right? Like, as soon as Deeringer got to the edge of the mat, he knew, like, as soon as I start reaching and pushing to go get that step out, he's he's countering, and he's ready for it. And so Deeringer, as good as he is, and I still believe he's the second best wrestler in the world at that weight, wasn't comfortable doing it. And you saw nobody else in the world was either. You know, all that happened was they'd get scored on. Everybody knew it was going to happen to them, and then it happened. And and you said it right, and you said it wrong. Like, I, he didn't – I agree that he – he knows the rules and he manages them well. I don't think he taking advantage of them is the way I would put put it. But but yeah, he knows exactly where he needs to be. He knows exactly what he needs to do to stay off the shot clock. And uh, and he knows what's going to win him the matches. You know, it's not like it used to be where you just get the Tom Brands and Terry Brands and and Brent Metcalfs and and Zane Rutherfords for that matter, just going and banging on heads and beating people down until they quit. Because guess what's going to happen? You're going to beat yourself out of the tournament. You know, well, there's many ways to win a wrestling match, and if that's your, I'm gonna put the pedal to the metal and make you wrestle me for six minutes, which a lot of foreigners aren't great at. They're not great at the cardio. Um, right. You know, we've seen Snyder do that to people. David Taylor did it to people. David Taylor did it to Yazdani twice. I mean, but we, I think David we, Taylor, the way David Taylor does it, I think is different, because David Taylor isn't going out there like a mauler and just pounding people in the head. David Taylor's firing off attack after attack after attack and different varieties of them. He's well, not just he's, firing off lefty high crotches no, 17 exactly. times No, exactly. He's making you change direction with him all over the place right. and and you wear out. Right. Yeah, it just it's almost impossible not to. Right. Um, but uh But yeah, it's it's interesting with Dake. Um I don't think he gave up a takedown again. He gave up some points, but That's a good point. I don't all think right. he gave up a takedown. Yeah. Um, you know, he won 12-2, 5-1, 6-1, and 4-2. Um, and he beat the Russian, 
beat a guy from Uzbekistan, and then he beats Hazanov from Azerbaijan, who's multiple world medalist. Yeah. You know, just really good opponent. Yeah. But, you know, it's – um. so, yeah, countdown to Dakin Burroughs. So that'll be cool. It's crazy. Well, Dakin Imar, likely. <laughs> or 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 Mecky Lewis. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it is interesting. There's always somebody who comes off the college season that you're not expecting. All of a sudden, you're like, Vincenzo he, Joseph could make it. You yeah, know? like, yeah. I mean, there's, it's that bracket is still going to be insane. Yeah. Um, and who knows? Logan you know, Massa. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Dake gets a bite of the semifinals, and then just like, Dake's just handling Vincenzo Joseph like eight nothing. <laughs> And and then all of a sudden Vincenzo just tosses him in state college at Inside the Olympic trip trials, or something, yeah, 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 and just and sticks him, and that's it. Defending yeah. world champion by to the semifinals, up nine nothing, and you just got Vincenzo in front of the sixteen thousand Penn State crazies, like that would um, that would blow the roof off that place or something. I mean, it would be it would be pretty crazy to see. You know what I was thinking earlier today. And and I don't want to take us off on a separate tangent because there's obviously a lot to get to, but I do want to make this, bring this up. I don't necessarily mean it as a criticism, but I mean it as more of just a point of emphasis that I hadn't thought about before. It's pretty clear to me, with with programs like Penn State now and Iowa and some of those other programs, they have training centers. But they don't intend to really use them for the Olympic process. And I think that's – it's okay to say. Like, they, they, these guys haven't been on the scene in the freestyle scene for the last several years. It's been multiple times, multiple cycles where these guys don't participate at all. Maybe they'll participate for the Olympic uh, uh, scene, but they're not going to take Olympic years. They're really – their goals are to win NCAA titles as a team. It's not a bad thing. I'm not knocking that. That's what the coaches are hired there to do. But I think it's worth mentioning. It is interesting to see. Um, I mean, and they clearly have the buy-in of the athletes. I'm not knocking anything. I'm just saying, like, this is – it's – because we're talking about RT, our, uh, 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 yeah, the RTCs and how there's this recruiting advantage a lot of times in places and stuff like that. But they're not even really using them. Well, Jordan Burroughs, like, posted a <laughs> blog where he sort of said something along those lines a couple of years ago or three years ago where yeah. he's just sort of saying, like, is this money being spent to keep another wrestler in the room and basically have another assistant coach, or are you trying to make the Olympics? Because we have people who have high-end talent who could use that funding, not your alumni to keep them in the room. Right, right. And – I it's it's almost like okay is your operations manager for your program there to be a practice partner or is it because they're there to be an operations manager you're seeing it with the RTCs a little bit too I and it's not all of them obviously like no. I, you know I, I, we're biased but Cliff Keen Wrestling Club has five guys who were rest or uh, several guys who were wrestling at, at different countries at the world team there they're obviously spending their time trying to get those guys there. 
Um, Ohio State is another program who's routinely tried to send guys to trials and get get people in there. Um, you know, with Logan Steber even wrestling Joey McKenna a year or so ago in the finals, right? I mean, they're trying to get guys on the team, and obviously Kyle Snyder. Miles Martin was wrestling Miles this Martin. year. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not everybody. Tomasello was, I think he got banged up, but right, right. I think he was. I can't think of too many others outside of, like, I guess really because Iowa and Penn State clearly could have had guys who would have been competitive. And for It's such a weird topic because I, I just, I'm still confused about Spencer Lee. I'm still confused about Mark Hall. Um, still, yeah, it just, Vincenzo, I'm, I'm still kind of confused about I think all that, I, honestly. I genuinely think it's, they're just bought in on winning NCAA titles right now. Which is weird. But I mean, it, it's fine. That's what their coaches are hired there to do, and I'm sure that's part of what the vision for what these guys are there for. I just wanted to bring it up. <laughs> Sounds fair. Yeah. Um, Jordan Burroughs, you know, had a good tournament. I was I was bitching about Repishage and and that match because I. It's it's just weird that. Sports are weird. Yeah. It, 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 the Bears last. I'm a Bears fan. The Bears last year play a great playoff game. And the kicker had a propensity, had basically a passion for hitting goalposts. And rather than them going through the goalposts, right? If you they, don't get more points for hitting it. No. I think you should. The double doink is impressive if you got yeah. points for it. Um, but uh, if you got four points for that, I'd be down for it. Yeah, and so you have this like. The Bears are are one and one to start the year. Now they're two and one as we record this, but and and they're talking about how Trubisky's such a bust and and how like you know the Bears we're not really sure if they're any good or not or whatever. Think if that kick goes through the field, if goes through the uprights last year, uh, a forty-three yard field goal, pretty routine field goal, uh, they're in the NFC Championship game. We might be talking about Trubisky like oh you know he's pretty good they got to the nfc championship game you know it's just so different how you take those wins and losses and like i mean because you've you've given me shit like the last four episodes tommy you're you're in sports you can't have this middle of the road opinion you have to have one or the other you can't be you know (laughs) i have i have said that yeah trubisky fucking sucks (laughs) i well i mean he looked pretty good for a while on monday because they were playing the redskins instead of the instead of the packers or the broncos right you know um, it's football. It's a team game too. Exactly. So it's weird, exactly. You know? yes. But um, different sports. Yeah. Strangely, that makes a difference. Yeah. Yes. And um, so we have this sort of like negative thing about Burroughs. Burroughs wrestled the match. Got a takedown and a step out. The Russian defending world champion and now two-time world champion got a takedown and a step out. We're and we're kind of like hanging our heads, like man, Jordan Burroughs, man, it's just tough to no, nah, no, you know, no. And it's like That's... he had he had an amazing <laughs> tournament. He really did. He beat yeah. four guys from Dagestan. That yeah, that was not my takeaway from the tournament. I, I'm sure some people had that feeling, but what I watched was a guy barely lose a match that he barely lost the year before to the eventual champion, both times, right? And a guy in, in Sidakov who who is is clearly incredible. Yeah, inclu- nobody else, including Camizo, Chimizo, whatever the fuck his n- name is. I don't give a shit. Uh, learn how to flex. <laughs> yeah, learn how to beat Jordan Burroughs. Um, like he's the only other person that is Burroughs competition at this point. And of course he's on the same side of the bracket because why wouldn't he be right? 
Um, yep. So, anyway, but Burroughs is incredible. He loses that match in the last second, 1.3 seconds, right? And then goes out there. Not only did he wrestle, not only did he beat the shit out of that dude in the bronze medal match. Could, I mean, that that was as lopsided a bronze medal match as I remember seeing. He fucking destroyed him. And he looked like he went out there to try and hurt him. <laughs> like, And he did. He had a blast double where his head went straight through his face into his chest. Our man Mark Lundy, uh, Mr. Lundy out there, Loot Lens, yeah. uh, got a great photo. I included it in my Blood Round, um, one of my Blood Round recaps. So go to bloodround.com and check out that not for my writing but just for the photo oh my god uh, because it was it was incredible like even though i the article really didn't need that photo i i still had to put it on oh my on god because it was it was incredible that guy like great job mr lundy by the way absolutely, you did fantastic absolutely. um you know you he was uh give him a follow on twitter loot lens a lot of great photos um yeah look at that just yeah, I, yeah. Oh my god! Just and the dude like <laughs> looks like he wants to quit in that moment. Like it's incredible. As would I, you know. Like, but I can't. I can't. My point is, the last person on the planet I would want to face while he's pissed off is Jordan Burroughs. And I'm not anywhere near the quality of competitor that that dude was who was out there, right? So like that guy just got his ass kicked, and it was sad to watch. But Obviously, Burroughs probably felt the same way I did, which is that he is competing for a bronze when he deserves at no worse than a silver. And that's that's a disappointment. And probably it was 1.3 seconds away from a gold. For the second year in a row. Right. Um, I'm sorry, Burroughs faced three guys from Dagestan, Sadakov's from Ossetia, uh, but uh, I know you were going to yell at me for that. Uh, yes, <laughs> I of course. He he had to come back and beat this guy from Belarus again from Dagestan, but he transferred over to Belarus, um, which was a very tricky match. He he gave up points, um, and Burroughs had to come back late and and win, which was fantastic. And um, nothing more exciting. Yeah, that was like I my heart rate. It was like 1.45 a.m., and my heart rate was at, like, 180. It was just bad. I mean, yeah. it was so crazy watching that match. And then the I really enjoyed watching the guy wrestling for Hungary. I'm not going to go – Kuramagomedov, um, you know, would like to – the problem with Repishaj is Burroughs loses in the semi, so these guys are done. Right. And, and so they didn't get to see him again. But I really enjoyed – that guy was very, very fast. He was quick. He was um, – he gave Burroughs some problems, and uh, you know, but again, like Burroughs just finds ways to win, which is really, really incredible. Um, he handled the guy from Azerbaijan again from Dagestan in the quarterfinals, eight to one, which was just, I mean, such a great performance to um, to see. But yeah, it was um, it was something else to watch. Uh, the only thing I can say with Burroughs though is when when you're watching. Cox, when you were watching Dake, the angles were were there to where these guys didn't even like seem to get off good attacks. Guys were getting off good attacks, and this was a terrible draw for Burroughs. I mean, this was a terrible draw, and he still found his way 
to that match with Sadakov that we've talked about so much, at such length. Um, but he was giving up points, and 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 so he go, always has. Yeah, yeah, but but with with Dake and everything, that's it, it's a cause for concern. It's a cause for concern. If if you were looking at betting purposes uh, as we head into April, that that would be like a big that was a big realization as I watched it this last week. That's fair. However, I'm in the trust tree. Don't no, 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 yeah, don't no, no, go no, no, Penn no. State fan on me no, here no, no, and no, say no. you fucker, you hate Jordan Burroughs and America. <laughs> no, my, my so I you and I both I think were on the thought process that maybe this is Dake's year to beat Burroughs before the NC, before this world team started. Sure. Before the, the, the tournament started. Um what was interesting to hear via big Dick Immel is talking to Sadakov on the on the flight. He thinks that Burroughs will beat Dake again. He's the toughest person he's ever had to wrestle in his entire life. Uh, another interesting fact, he's never had a vacation. He's literally been wrestling every day, all the time, forever since he's been a child with this in mind. So Had to go through a bad terrorist attack in Asedia as a young lad, and you know, and he's just been getting after it ever this since. This is all he's ever tried to do. So, there are, there's huge fucking differences in some of these other guys. Like, Russia's good because they have to be fucking insane to make the team in the first place, and that's their goal. And if they don't achieve it, then you live in Russia. (laughs) You know, like, that's it. We at least get to have, like, cool RTCs and, like, great lives, and, like, guess what, if you don't make a world team you have a college degree that you can go get a job with and have another a different life and have other goals that you pursue and stuff like that and you live in nebraska yeah reese humphreys loses in the olympic trials he plays pool against shane sparks and i yeah that night and you know he didn't have to go fuck a bear afterwards exactly exactly which is what the other the russians have to do yeah it's written in their contracts um so that's the that's the point though. It's like it's it's a very different thing. Jordan Burroughs is still an absolute monster. Um and I don't know what's gonna happen now. Yep. Um Snyder also takes bronze. We alluded to that already. Uh just one of those things where he gave up some points. Sharivov is an incredibly stingy, veteran guy. Um evidently beat Kale Sanderson before. Yep. Yeah, he's he's been around a long, long time. He's a Dagestan guy as well. Yes. But uh yeah, uh, wrestling for Uzbekistan. So it was um it tough to see, but we've seen Snyder get caught in those matches before. Usually not in the world championships, usually in, in the Uregan or whatever. But um it, it it just kinda happens. It was it was a good thing to recognize though, because here's the thing. Kale Sanderson, 159 and 0 in college. And most people know that. So, he loses to this guy. Kind of noteworthy. So having Kyle Snyder lost to him, as old as that guy is at this point, like the guy knows what the fuck he's doing. He's beaten Kale Sanderson. He's good. Yeah. I imagine he's okay. Yeah, he's on a very short list of people to have done that. Yeah. <laughs> so There's like seven of them. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, just one of those um, 
one of those things. Sometimes you just doesn't go your way in a in a six minute span. But um, remember when Kale Sanderson placed fifth in the world on a bet? <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's all I'm saying. Poor Richard Perry showed up to the Northeast Regional and was like, "Oh yeah, we get to wrestle today." Yep. He didn't, real, he didn't realize that the social media was going to be sharing a video of him just getting schooled by Kale Sanderson. Was it Richard Perry? Yeah. Yeah. Kale's good. Yep. Still pretty tough. Yeah. They beat Jake Herbert just coming out of bronze yeah. medal or something. No, it was bronze Herbert medal. Herbert was he, a silver. Was, uh, uh, silver, that's what I meant. Yeah, silver medal. Then I think he lost the next year, and then he wrestled Kale. And yeah. Kale just destroyed him, and it was like, shit. <laughs> um, but Snyder still, you know, he, he bounces back. He gets bronze. So he's in the best two out of three seat. So uh, he doesn't have to go through the, the challenge tournament. Um, so those choices will be interesting to see, obviously, with Dakin Cox. Speaking of not the best draws, Miles Amin. Gets a pretty nasty draw. Every one of his guys was ranked um, that he uh, went up against. But damn if he didn't get the job done. I did a pretty good job with the baby at home not making any noise as I was watching wrestling. But man, when he gets the uh, late takedown to um, to beat Japan. That was huge. That was amazing. I happened to be watching that one. Because that was, that was Friday night into Saturday, and my son got sick and was throwing up and, and wasn't wasn't doing well. He ended up having strep throat, but uh, I happened to be awake. So I watched that, and then I watched Kyle Snyder wrestle somebody, and then I watched somebody else wrestle somebody, and then all of a sudden it was like 6 in the morning, and I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> going to bed now. Yeah, I, I, I loved it. Um, and then... You know, the, the guy wrestling for Germany, obviously a Russian, Dudarov, um, yep. it teched Pat Downey, two fours yep. and everything like that. And, and Miles Amin handled him. Yeah. You know, I mean, then was winning the exchanges. And those were four tough matches. So you have a four-time world medalist from Belarus to start the uh, the tournament. And then you beat Tori Blanca from Cuba, three to two. You be you get the uh, late score on on Takatani from Japan to win five two, and then you beat Dudarov, representing Germany, four to two to get to the semifinals and then face Yazdani. Right, right. <laughs> but it qualifies the weight, and he's going to the Olympics, man. Like I mean, it was it was a crazy performance. He he couldn't have had a uh, uh, well he had an outstanding tournament. He he knocked off some big people who probably did not expect to have that that sort of firepower coming from San Marino. And that's the other thing, too, is, like, his diversity of attacks is good. He's got a really good, nice sweep single. He's got a nice low single he can attack. Uh, he, he's super crisp on his finishes. You know, I, I think a lot of people are, are worried at this level of getting caught in those head pinches so they don't take those shots. He's just really good at kind of staying on the mat and finishing with his head down and not getting caught in there. He's not trying to power up into people, you know. Um, he picks his. He has a great feel when he's in those 
little scrambles. Like a couple times yeah. it looked like he was about to expose, and then he didn't. And you, you see it, just, it in college yeah. too. You see it in college too, because even then though, you got guys who are looking to just start scrambling and rolling across their back, and he's really good at just sitting his hips and catching those guys there and finishing as as technically sound as you can. So. Um, awesome for him. You got also shout out to Malcolmine. Won his first two matches uh, at the World Championships, which is difficult to do. Difficult to do. He looked fast as shit at his low single too in the match. He was he was really crisp there. Yeah, he was. His attacks were great. He was giving up points when he was getting attacked on. So some pretty exciting matches there. <laughs> they uh, were. You know, but uh, San Marino um, ended up with more uh, wins in men's freestyle than Cuba and Puerto Rico. So that's true. That's pretty crazy. Um, and then, of course, Michik, you know, he drops a heartbreaker in the quarterfinals 5-4 to four to the eventual silver medalist. Um, he had beaten this guy in the Europeans uh, earlier this year. Um, so, you know, tight match. That guy was the one seed. Um, he was. You know, so, I mean, very. So he's all right. Yeah, he's okay. Um, but luckily, that guy won a semifinals that pulled Michik into the repechage. He beats the guy from Italy, who's actually Italian. He's like he's like a little five foot four hairy <laughs> Italian, which is great. Um, and then uh, it's actually Mario. Yeah, pretty the much red cap. Um, he does have a pretty good Italian name too, like GV Davidi Davidovi. Sir, you're blue. GV Davidovi. Sir, you're you're blue in this round. It's a me, a Mario. <laughs> All right, Mario, wear your hat. <laughs> um, and then he dropped that uh, bronze medal match that we bitched about earlier against Kazakhstan. So they're both qualified for the Olympics, though. That's pretty cool. Um, on the men's freestyle side, on the American side of things, we got um, Snyder and Burroughs. Um, you know, tough tournament from... From Gwiz, I, I know he was pretty disappointed. Just you know, he just kind of had a tough match and fell behind. And the Iranian's a big, big dude. He just wasn't able to get to some of his shots that he really wanted to get to. And then he finally caught that low single, but uh, he got crotch lifted through to give up the points there and had to chase the match. And it was a, it was a tough one. But for Pan Am purposes, um, you know he he should walk through Pan Am. So he, yeah. he should be he should be fine. Um, 86 kilograms, obviously Downey didn't get it done. Um, but, um, that'll be an interesting story. Do they send David Taylor in March? Cause it's before the Olympic trials. If David Taylor's out there just crushing people. Um, right. Yeah. But, um, either way it should be okay. Although there is a really good guy from Puerto Rico. There's a really good guy from Cuba at 86 that will probably be at the Pan Am. So that's not exactly a walkthrough for anybody to just go. Right. Um, right. You know, and then uh, 65, that's uh, um, always a pain in the ass. But um, with Bexod and, and Gomez up at 74, you know, Cuba didn't qualify that weight. So, I mean, they'll be there. But otherwise, America should be pretty good. Uh, similarly at 57. Um, so, yeah. um, you know, so some work to do left in qualifying yeah it's, it's pretty crazy that like uh qualifying there was just uh well and I, I did want to give fix a shout out too. fix had a i thought had a good tournament he lost to the defending world champ the guy from uh from japan well a couple of years ago world champ yep he wasn't from last year either no oh, okay well a couple of years ago two years ago uh world champ um five four 
five five or four four or something. It's a super close match. And uh and then the guy gets knocked out in the next round, you know, and it's just a bummer. It's like obviously he, he lost to a guy who is a former world champion and a super close match for a guy, you know, fix who's nineteen years old, twenty years old, you know, like he's <laughs> he'll improve, you know. Um I, I think he's probably future at this weight for a couple years for the U.S. Um, you know, and then unless Spencer Lee decides to wrestle freestyle again. But who knows then even, right? Well, the interesting thing is I'm no medalist, so and no non-Olympic placer. Tyler Graff had a good tournament, lost in the bronze medal match. Yeah. Um, but a good tournament. And I imagine he'll be back down at 57. Even though he looked pretty big at 61, but um, he's never gone up to 65 before. He's been between 57 and 61. Right. But, um, I think there was that one time he bumped up to 41 in college and was like, fuck this. Dropped back <laughs> down immediately. Um, he did have a great tournament. That was that was really good to see But in the non-Olympic. But you don't have anybody with any buys at 57 or 65. So... Those two weights, just everyone throw it in the bracket. They do seed it, but like you know, just I mean, just right. it'll be a crazy bracket at the at the trials. That that that'll be fun to uh, diagnose as well. So it's like we kind of got our favorites in the uh, upper weights, but fifty seven and sixty five. That's just gonna be like, oh my god, what the hell is gonna happen? Um, that'll be a, a lot of fun. Um, but otherwise. 86 kilograms, a uh, guy from Colombia, Izquierdo, qualified for the Olympics. Again, he, he qualified back in uh, 2016. Outside of that, that's it. So some work to do in the Pan Ams. The Western Hemisphere did not have a very good um, very good tournament, and I don't know, travel times, all that stuff. It's just Kazakhstan is a hike. Traditionally, when you have to travel that far, the other hemisphere doesn't do as good. I mean, that's it's a well-established pattern. This didn't seem to be any different. Luckily, our Cliff Keen guys didn't seem to mind so much. I don't know. But uh, um, it was uh, a little disappointing. But I think um, we're in a pretty good spot with the depth of our women's team, the depth of our men's freestyle team, um, the way Greco has been getting better. We should – it would be nice to qualify them all. Obviously, that's the goal. To, to give you guys a, a little additional clarity on, on what this trip looks like to get there – Jason Bryant got home today. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he left, like, immediately. It was, like, a legit 24 hours of straight travel. Yeah. To um, And then I think he had, like, a delay. He didn't leave right away, but then, yeah, he, he had, like, a delay. I think it took him, like, 36 hours, 40 hours, something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, I mean, it's, of, of travel he was time. trying to get home as quickly as possible, right? He's yeah. going to go to the, the Tokyo um, trial thing to do Olympic trial trials i don't know i don't know what it's called it it is so great when you have a direct flight somewhere you feel like a superhero i think flying to kazakhstan makes you feel the opposite right like, like it's 1910 like you're just like you're, how is this so difficult it's 2019 you probably felt like you're on the oregon trail <laughs> died <laughs> of dysentery yeah seriously can we shoot some boars what the fuck are we doing here <laughs> Forgot to buy no bullets. No guns on the plane. We, we lost our bullets when we forded that last river. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh shit! I forgot. All, I loved it. Yeah, you were gonna forward it, or you were gonna walk, and I always tried to walk, and I'd sink every time, and then I'd just restart. Yeah, <laughs> my team already died by then anyway. I. You'd shoot like seven hundred pounds of meat. And they're like, cool. You can carry fifty, <laughs> and you're like, oh. It was fun though. It was a lot of fun good times. We do have some questions. Um, was was looking do 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 do. Uh, favorite wrestling move to see executed well. Hmm. That's from our friend Kyle. Big moves only Nixon. I do like the head pinch. When you get a good head pinch and you get like the point where you're like, oh, that guy's gonna die. Uh, his head's gonna pop off. Oh my god, I sent it to my buddies. I don't remember what it was. Off the top of my head. Shit. It was like it was like the nastiest head pinch I'd ever ever seen though, because the guy like locked it in and he was trying to to launch it and he was trying to launch it and then he like he ended up just dipping his entire chest even lower to lock it in deeper and kicking his leg underneath all the the guys I, I'll have to find the clip and then send it to you Kyle cuz it was like so stupid. I thought he was going to kill the guy. I'm going to have to find it right now. That was my favorite move that anybody hit. It is a good question. I I know this is probably not the right answer, but a good shuck is always fun. Like you get someone down and you you get them going one way and then you just woo, oh lay them. Like and they just come up grasping for nothing. I, that's I do hard. like seeing that. Yeah, that's hard to do. I I think only wrestlers really appreciate that because you realize like that person was really trying for that not to happen. It's not that. Oh yeah. You know, like in pro wrestling, when they like do like a big slam or or whatever, it's like okay, yeah, but that person was cooperating. When you shuck somebody like that and they were really trying for the opposite to happen. It's, it's pretty embarrassing. It's pretty bad. You know, it just kind of... Um, favorite non-American performance wrestler at the Worlds? Uh, Kyrgyzstan got a female gold medalist. I know you were... Uh, we were kind of like, oh, well, of course, Miles Amin and, and Stevan Michik. But, um, yeah. But uh, Kyrgyzstan got a got their first ever uh, senior gold medalist, um, a female. Really, really cool to see. Like, that's, that's just incredible to think that uh, going into um, an Olympic year, you could have such a thing so that's uh really really cool austin early at early um what's up austin um snyder to 125 i know like the recency bias and people's thinking like well man we gotta we gotta get as many good guys in the lineup as well like it's a thought like i don't really hate the thought but i i don't think i don't think now's the time like to make that adjustment like maybe to begin the quad and see how it goes and get a bunch of matches in. But those heavyweights are big, man. Like, yeah, it just, you know, Snyder's used to wrestling at 97. He's had a ton of success, three golds, a silver and a bronze. I don't, I don't think now is the time to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Well, and you see guys, his size having success at 97, you know, maybe not the same level of a success, but like they're there, they're competing. They're also big, stocky, thick, strong dudes. You don't see guys his size wrestling at heavyweight having success. The guys you see having success at heavyweight internationally are 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and also happen to be super athletic. I mean, these are the freaks of nature, you know. Guys like Gwiz can do it too, Like, and, and it's it's happened, but Gwiz is probably 6'2". 
You yeah, know, he's 6'2". Like I mean, and he's and he's like two fifty, two sixty of solid. You know, like I mean, he's he's not two twenty five. Yeah, I I don't think Snyder is much bigger than I am. I'm five ten. Yeah, it's good news. I found it, Kyle. Um, uh, Bryce Villa, Mister. Mr. Villa, uh, for the oh, what up, Bryce? Yeah, he. I think he just had a baby as well. So like our babies are are like within days. Um, Our preseason rankings good for anything other than to argue about? Can it create early season season bias similar to college football? I I like the question because like there is like a weird argument to have with college football as far as like rankings since rankings matter so much. It's like. If you're the 25th or you're an unranked team to start the year, you're essentially starting like a win less than somebody else, which is kind of crappy. It just because that's basically the standing system is rankings and teams that lose only drop so much and everything. So um, I don't think so. I think us wrestlers tend to look at rankings more like seeds and seeds sort of have an established criteria, so I think it sorts itself out pretty well. I do think there's a singlet bias sometimes. Like, stop trying to convince me that Cash Wilkie's good just because well, he wrestles for Iowa. Like, I mean, just you know, I mean, so I think he's top 15 in the country. Yeah, I think but he's top eight. Every, every year I haven't looked at Flo's rankings. I guess they came out with them. I think he's like twelfth or thirteenth. Oh, okay. I think he's pretty fairly. I, I would just there. assume he's like fifth or something. Right. Yeah, it just <laughs> yeah. it seems like you get those guys. Um, Johnny DeJulius was like that. I mean, people kept trying to rank him third or something or yeah. fourth, you know. And it's like, well, no, there was that one year that uh, uh, who was the Penn State guy, Gug, uh, who was one thirty three and then bumped up to forty one and. He had stupid hair. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. He had the one big win. Yeah. And yeah, then, like, yeah. never again. Yeah. He was the one who, like, they were, like, freaking out because they thought he pinned Dean Heil during their match. But definitely didn't. I don't remember his name. Um. But, yeah, no, I... I like the rankings because it gives you. I mean, there's there's obviously going to be flaws to it, right? And there's like people who are ranking Michigan, thinking it's not going to be perfect. And Amin are redshirting when no one has said that yet, and so all of a sudden, like Michigan's ranked like 15th, and they're like, as, a as if there's no depth behind them, and b who's told you that that's happening, right? Right, and the last couple, like last year, I think Cornell was essentially not ranked. Cornell was ranked like fifteenth or nineteenth or something. I think like thirtieth. And I was like, Like, "What the fuck are you doing? They're still incredible." But they didn't have Vito at one twenty. No one really knew Vito was going one twenty five. You know, it was it was maybe a possibility. Or how good Chaz Tucker was going to be. Yeah, there. So there was plenty of that. Yeah, and you know, so yeah, you don't really. I don't know. One of those things. But uh, they're always going to be complete and solid. Yeah. Um, so, oh, yes, I think there's validity to them. A lot of the rankings are good. It is fun to debate and bullshit. Got to have them. Yeah. I mean, you can't have a world without them, so might as well. I could have a world without wins rankings. <laughs> yeah, no shit. It's it's fun for satire, but I other than that, it, it's a disgrace. It's fun to mock every like yeah. September, but yeah. Hey, thanks for ranking Suriano, you fucking morons. 
Three weeks ago, he said he's not. He's redshirting. Well, they have to get it to the printing press in 1980, <laughs> so it comes out by September. So they don't. Good really, point. Yeah. Good point. Uh, do you got a parent quarter? I do. I do. My God, do I? <laughs> All right. Um, I guess I'm very fortunate that Cort- Cortland has not had to like take medicine before. Like he's taken like grape flavored Tylenol, sure, and stuff like that, and he's been fine with it, and you know, never really any issues. Um, he had this, he had strep throat, and he, the medicine he had, he tasted it and he didn't like it. He wasn't going to drink it. Mm. The problem is, he had to drink it. Right. But he wasn't going to, but he had to. But, Dad, I don't like it. Yes, I know. <laughs> You've funny. told me this over and over again for, this is not hyperbole, the last 45 minutes. <laughs> You've got to fucking drink this. I didn't say fucking to him, but I'm, I'm expressing my angst right now. Oh, my God, was that a battle. And it was not fun. He drank it. We both walked away not feeling good about... <laughs> <laughs> the last hour. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know. And then, like, the next day, he's like... I get home, and he's like, Dad, I took my medicine. He's like, yeah, I liked it. <laughs> part of me was like, thank God. And the other part of me was like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Like, why? Get out of your own head. Anyway, that's it. That's a nightmare I don't want anyone to have to go through. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Because um, no logic works. Right. And it never will. It's just that, that analogy, the, the the unbeatable object and the unstoppable force or whatever. It's just, that's that was what it was. You just walk away feeling like you need a shower. <laughs> anyway, that's all. Um, the little man, six weeks on Monday, um, and uh, it's pretty funny. He'll, like, chill, but if there's any, like, startling noise, he'll just shoot his arms up. <laughs> and so it's – yeah, it's pretty funny. Like, you just are, like, taking a walk or a jog in the stroller, and, um, yeah, you just – hits like a you go over a curb or something like that he just gives this like you know hand in the air yeah, you know yeah. kind of thing and it's it's pretty funny sometimes i have to say hey you know you're blonde hair blue eyed can't really do that one <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah you can throw a fist in the air you can do a thumbs up or something but we can't do that one two two arms not one at a time so a couple times last week i'm like holding him and watching wrestling and like oh and all of a sudden he like throws a hand up <laughs> and uh yeah the bears when they uh, got like a, a pick six on Monday for Monday Night Football, you know, I got a, I, I made some sort of reaction and and you know got a got a fist up in the air. So that was that was pretty funny. Bumps. Yeah, um, I did. Uh, so his his mom Courtney has long blonde hair, and Chloe has long blonde hair, and he just started like holding their hair, just 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 kind of reaching out and, and grabbing it. Yep, and. Uh, 
interesting. Like he'll he'll grab my shirt sometimes. So just like if I'm holding, if he's like laying on my chest, he'll just like grab my shirt. Uh, you know, just kind of I don't know. It's kind of interesting. But I like uh, this naturally getting hand control. Yeah, stuff, working, working on it. Getting hands in there. I like it. Yeah, had and, hands defense. Yep. And uh, Chloe said something like, "Hey, you can't pull hair. Girls don't like it when you pull hair." I'm like, well, (laughs) how do you think you got here? (laughs) (laughs) And Courtney is just giving me this look on her face like, you motherfucker. Like, you you say that, and I can't laugh, because if I laugh, Chloe then will be like, what's so funny? You know, because with the... I'm inquisitive. (laughs) Yeah, the the curious 11-year-old will start asking questions, you know, so she's just, like, giving me this just evil death stare as I walk out of the room with a grin on my face. Well, when he's older... (laughs) Yep. <laughs> so I I enjoyed that one. It's not a blanket statement, Chloe. <laughs> that's all we're saying. Oh, that's funny. I like it. Oh, this is good. This is good. This has been a fun episode. I w- we were talking before this got started. I was really excited to get into it because we, outside of text messages, we really haven't communicated a whole lot about the World Championships, which is obviously pretty eventful. You started international incidents. I did. I blocked a guy. You did. I, and I, I learned, turns out, uh, all other countries are doping all the time. And apparently there's a documentary I need to watch from 10 years ago that explains how and why this happens. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Um, like, but like you said, a lot of emotions. A lot, lot of, emotions. of emotions. Just emotional people just typing away. I can't blame them. I was one of them. I, I get it. M- much like Cortland taking his medicine, I walked away from Twitter feeling like I needed a shower. I I somebody had a tweet that got a ton of retweets or whatever, and rightfully so because it was it was a good one. It was something like along the lines of uh, I went on Instagram for ten minutes, saw everybody out there like being at great restaurants and vacationing and, and on hikes and doing great things. And then I came, I felt really bad. Then I came back to Twitter and feel much better. Hello, my vermin people. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's about right. Well, that's, man, well, good times. It, yeah. We got college wrestling coming up soon. We got under 23s coming up. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff. Alec Pantaleo and Gabe Townsville are about to go out there and just fucking destroy some people. Speaking of head pinches. Michigan hosts Iowa this year. Michigan does host Iowa this year. That sounds like a road trip. It does. Hmm. I feel like they get Central Michigan at Central this year. I don't remember. I'll have to look at the schedules. I think it's St. Ann Arbor, actually. Ooh, I I wrote a thing for the open mat on Central Michigan's lineup. Oh, you did? Check that out. Yep. Um, also, uh, the team we're going to follow this year, Cal State Bakersfield, uh, Earl just wrote a lineup on their projected lineup for this year, which is pretty solid too. So check those out also. So those will be, uh, you know, poignant. I think that's the word I'm looking for. Probably. Likely. Yeah. No one's going to fucking look it up. <laughs> I'll sound good. Anyway, that's all. You got anything else? No. All right. Good times. Good times. Rock on.